Coach G. Bernardo, episode seven already. Name of this episode is Success is the Culmination of All Your Failures. Think about that for a second, seriously. Success is the culmination of all your failures. Listen, it brings me back to when I was 22 years old and I had this chance to get a really good job at this high school and this physical education job. But there was a catch, right? The catch was I had to get certified as a water swim instructor and a lifeguard, right? I was not a great swimmer. I was a very average swimmer at best. And, you know, listen, I was in good shape. I was still playing soccer, whatever, whatever. And I was good at a lot of different sports. I was a phys ed major. Come on. So... At the time, I, I knew this person who was working at this really rich country club, right? Right outside of Hartford in West Hartford, right? So you got to have a little money to live in West Hartford. So I, I show up and they have this swim instructor guy. You know, he's, he's actually a guy who worked in the city or something. But since they paid him $25,000 to be the swim instructor for the summer, you know, that's who he was. So he gave me a few pointers on, on swim strokes, right? So... And I would practice in that pool for a little while. And I remember, you know, this person saying to me, you know, aren't you embarrassed that you're 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 learning this in front of everybody at the pool and you're not any good at it and everybody's kind of watching you struggle? And listen, I'm I'm this kid who did not grow up in in, in West Hartford, right? I was this country slash kind of kid. And no, it, it didn't embarrass me at all. Like, why would I be embarrassed? And, and give me a few hours and I was going to get pretty good at it. Give me a couple of days and I was going to get really good at it. So, you know, it's funny, though, because this person is looking at people judging them and putting themselves in my shoes and saying, hey, that's kind of embarrassing. That's failure. You're, you're exposing yourself for not being any good. And I'm looking at it as time well spent because... What do I care what other people think about that? If I do this, I'm going to become good at it and I'm going to get a job. So listen, I passed my water safety instructor course. I passed my lifeguard training course. And in the end, I got the job at the high school and I had to teach swim classes, but it was cool. I did what I needed to do. And, you know, it brings me to another thought of, I don't know where I was one day I'm watching. Maybe it was even on YouTube or something like that. I'm watching this Division Three college basketball player, and he writes a letter to this NBA head coach, and he says, I'm looking for a chance to fail. He's like, basically, I'm chasing failure. And it was interesting to me. Like, the dude was chasing failure. So he wrote this, com this compelling letter to get a tryout and to test himself against the best of the best. So this is a kid who played D3 basketball, but he was good, but he is kind of maybe a little um, wishing that he tried to push himself to the next level. So now is his chance, right? He said, nah, I'm not afraid of failure. I want to chase failure. And it was really quite an interesting perspective. And, you know, it shows him at the tryout and he, he, he got his butt handed to him and 
couldn't even pass. Like this is really rigid, strict fitness test. You know, I, I wasn't surprised he couldn't pass. It was very, very intense. But it was a really good video because he was like, on to my next failure. I'm all about chasing failure to get better. So this is so many times when you're going to hear on this podcast, me speak about the daily battles being the most important battles. And I'm never going to let that go. Because for me, it it all comes down to what did you do today? So if I hear a kid say, hey, yo, I, I want to be a pro or I want to be a top player, college, whatever it is. I want to play D1. I want to be D1. Everybody wants to be D1. My first thing I'm going to ask, what did you do today? If the answer is nothing. Now, I, I didn't have time today. I was working today. Didn't, didn't get to work out today. Didn't do nothing. Okay. Red flag. Huge red flag. What did you do yesterday? If the kid says, no, it snowed yesterday, so uh, you know, I, watched, I watched ball on TV. Okay, so you didn't do anything today. You didn't do anything yesterday. In my mind, you're finished. Because my next question is, are you injured? If the answer is no, you're not going to make it. You haven't done anything in 48 hours. How bad do you want something if you haven't done it in 48 hours? You need to train. I don't care if it's a blizzard outside. Find a way. Run. Get in condition. Push-ups, sit-ups, get fit, touch the ball. There's, there's no days off. If your passion is getting to the next level, that it's simply not good enough. And, the, and those daily, why I always come back to the daily battles is because bullshitters are bullshitters. I, there's nothing that irritates me more is a bullshitter. I can handle a bullshitter. If I know they're a bullshitter, okay, I won't give you my time. But if you're asking me for my time and you're a bullshitter, no, nope. no. Nope. And how do I know if you're a bullshitter? What did you do today? What did you do yesterday? If the answer is nothing and there's excuses, for me, it's not good enough. Conversation's over. Now, here's the thing. If you're level, notice I didn't talk about skill level. I didn't talk about skill level here. If your level is not great, but you told me you spent two hours in the gym, you spent two hours getting conditioning, you spent four hours doing your skill work, and yesterday you played a 90-minute, two-hour game, or you played, maybe you're playing pickup games for four hours a day. Then I say, okay, let's continue to talk about where you want to end up. And why do I say that? Because you're putting in the work, the daily battles. You're putting, remember, success is a culmination of all your failures. And and I hate the word failures, but let's be honest, success is a culmination of all those hours and hours and hours that you put in. So if you're one to tell me that you're putting in the hours, let's continue to talk. You deserve my attention. So now listen, I'm, I'm not saying that people don't come into a hard time, mental health, you know, maybe something's wrong in the family and who knows. 
uh, of course, obviously, then you're not going to put in your time on the court. Um, I, I do understand that. I'm not really talking about that. And I, I'm also not talking about kids. I'm not talking about kids who, who are just developing in the game. They play the game. They're with their friends. They enjoy it. I'm talking about 17-year-old kids and up, 16-year-old kids who really, really want to get to the next level. Is it talk or is it BS? So, you know, if you really, really want to be good at it, it's every day. It's every single day. There's no skipping days. There is no skipping. Now, you don't have to be cocky about this. Nothing. Be humble. Be nice. Be caring. Be empathetic. But you can also be a worker. You can be a beast. You could be passionate. You could be the biggest competitor in the world. But you can also be humble, nice, caring, compassionate, empathetic. You don't have to be a pain in the butt and a cocky dude to be a competitor. That, that's, a, that's a turnoff to me. Listen, I remember Damien Duff, right? Damien Duff would say, when he, he was a famous soccer player, he played for Chelsea, a guy from Ireland, and he would say 20 hours a week outside of his normal academy of training is what he would put in himself with the ball. That's what he did to get to the top. That's a very similar story. When you hear those stories of people who made it, it's a passionate, very similar, very similar. Even it's funny because he talked about even now after he's retired, when he goes on vacation, he's got to work out like crazy for like 10 days before or else he feels like he doesn't deserve the vacation. Like he like he can't relax because he didn't put in work. I mean, maybe it's a little strange, but I understand where he's coming from. Now, I also want to say, like, you could put in the work, right? But you always got to be, you always got to be careful. Like, when you, when you win, right? Say you win and the Lakers win the championship, whatever. Why is repeating the championship so hard? Because, yes, people put a target on your back. Why do boxers who get the championship find it hard to stay hungry for all that time? They get a little bit soft, right? Don't get soft. Listen, you need to get hurt sometimes. I'm talking hurt like your ego a little bit. You got to get knocked down to reawaken sometime. So, you know, I remember part of our two championships, back-to-back national championships. In each one of those seasons, we took two kicks in the teeth. Very, very bad losses for me. Emotionally devastating losses. But because of those losses, we came back. And we, we beat everybody, nonstop. We were on a mission. Sometimes it takes that. But try never to get to that point where you need that. But if you do get it, 
It's time to work. It's time to roll up the sleeves. It's time to be accountable. That's 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 a big, big lesson. So listen, remember this too, that this is a sports analogy. This is why I think people at sports, though, can excel in a lot of different places in life. And, and vice versa, to be honest. People who excel in business can excel in other places, too. It's because... Whatever you were highly successful in, you didn't just get there. People who are highly successive, uh, successive, <laughs> successful, they, they didn't get there. Like when you see, oh my God, this guy built a company for $50 million and he just sold it. He's a whatever, whatever. That dude probably had 15 companies that failed. He was probably... He was probably, you know, whatever, doing little businesses since he was 14 years old. He probably had 14 software companies that failed. And then finally he hit it big. Because remember, the culmination of what you did finally pays off. And you're always going to have more failures than you're going to have successes. That's that's just the way it goes. And, you know, for me, it's it's funny, like, I remember every single loss. I, it's hard for me to remember all the victories. Had a lot more victories than losses, but man, those losses stay with me. I always reflect on them. And I think it's important when I told you about the two games that we got kicked in the teeth, those have to stay with you. If those don't stay with you and ignite your passion and your competitive spirit, uh, you're in trouble. For me, because you have to listen, I hate to lose, hate, hate, hate to lose. And if I lose, it reignites me. I know me. I know. And that's what happens to me. So listen, I appreciate you listening to the podcast and success is a culmination of all your failures. I hate really the word failures, right? But it's the path you got to follow. If you're going to be good at something, you're going to fail a lot. And you got to put in a lot of time, skip no days. And I always say, don't talk about it. I know that sometimes it's motivating to talk about it, to post it, to do this and that. But listen, if you can grind it out when nobody's watching, it's going to make you tougher. It's going to make you stronger. If you're doing this with no eyeballs on you, you're doing well. You're a competitor. You're going to make it. You're going to succeed. Anyways, that's the pod. Hope you enjoyed it. Take care. Coach D. See you.